0: Hi, you're listening to the official PlayStation Magazine UK podcast, and that is our favourite tongue twister. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a long one. Normally Matt does this.
0: Normally if- Matt does it, and I am uh, taking the reins for this issue because he's off in his holly bobs.
1: Amazing. But who are you?
0: I am staff writer uh, Ben Tyra, and you are...
1: Games editor Jen Simpkins. What? Hello, coming to you as a games editor for the first time, which is very exciting.
0: Yeah, so, Jen... Do you want to tell a little bit about what your new role is in the mag? Uh,
1: so what I do is I take games and I edit them. No. <laughs> um, basically, I'm looking after the reviews section. So every every sort of section you see in each mag, I'm going to be helping sort of compile all the tasty, tasty reviews that we bring to you on time. Uh, everything you want to read about. So that's that. I and mean, we right. also
0: a uh, recent GMA Rising Star <gasps> award winner.
1: Oh, Ben. Ben you flatter me yeah I've gone I've gone mad with um, power and ego now you've um, changed as, uh, yeah Ben likes to tell me I've changed quite a lot it's been what like three days maybe that he's been back in the office
0: I kind of needed to change it up from uh, sorry mate like I have
1: I hate Destiny uh, Destiny's worst game ever no 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 what else? The
0: Witness is the worst game ever <laughs> Destiny's just like you know compared to that Destiny's um, I don't know something good <laughs> something fair. good
1: something good in it well we we will tell you about something good because um, we have been playing quite a lot of PSVR. It's out. It is out. It is out, and, and it's good. And it is so good. We've actually both bought our own headsets. We've um, both
0: had to take out uh, second mortgages,
1: significant loans,
0: sold on a kidney.
1: <laughs> but it's worth it, right? Because it's yeah. it is like genuinely incredible. And um, if if any of you guys have it uh, and are you know listening to us, I think I think you can attest to it that it is. Something rather special about about just being in it, and everyone always says this, um, but it is like you are actually inside a video game, um, and that is really the headline for VR, and it sounds like nonsense until you try it, and then you're like, whoa, I'm inside a video game! Um, but it's quite a difficult thing to talk about, really, when, when when it's something that you experience, right?
0: So this is like, it reminds me of um, earlier on in the year when I came back from the first time I'd ever tried a VR headset. This was at the VR World Conference back in April, I think it was. And you were sort of saying to me, it's like, oh, what's it like? I was just like, you can't put it into words because once you're in there and you look down and you realise your your brain is acutely aware that you are standing in a place that you are not looking at you are in a different place um i think the big thing is usually when you're playing a game you're looking at for a window into another world where this you are standing in that world it's weird um it's great and that's why uh the topic of today's mini minisode uh because this is a minisode number i think it's me nine me so nine probably oh, we'll check that We've done so many. We've done so many. We um, have. We do the huge mini shows. Yeah,
1: but of course we're going to be talking about VR, right? Because it's out yes. now. Every, well, lots of people are playing it. Hopefully, if you haven't got your own set, you're trying someone else's um, and seeing what you think. But we think a lot of things.
0: We've got three <laughs> favourite games each, all different. All different. That's just a coincidence. A coinky dink.
1: Yeah, it's just a coinky dink. I mean, it's not like we sort of meticulously plan any of this. We're not overlapping. No. Just, Just all completely off the cuff, on the fly. Just freewheeling. Loosey goosey, you know. Uh, so yeah, so we wanna we kind of want to tell you about our our favourite VR games at the moment. We've played a lot, uh, and we've got some takes. Um, I mean, you can find out a little bit about um, well, quite a lot actually uh, about VR and our issue that's on shel- on shelves now. Um, it's got big PS4 Pro on the cover um and it also comes with a special little um VR like add-on supplement which is kind of filled with basically nearly all uh of the VR launch games. So if you kind of want to like check out what's on VR at the moment, um definitely pick that up. Definitely have a little look. We played a lot of stuff and we talked about that in there. Um so yeah, and we'll have much much more in uh, the issue that's going on sale next, which is the 25th of October, um which is basically Rammed with VR reviews, full, full in-depth reviews. So look forward to that. Um, but Ben, you've been playing a lot.
0: <laughs> I was going to say you finally <gasps> got a chance <gasps> to and breathe. <gasps> just,
1: just plug in the mag here. <laughs> the mag, it's great. Go buy it. Um,
0: yeah. So I'll. Do you want me to go down my top three? Yes, please. Uh, so the game I want to talk about first isn't necessarily my favourite game on PSVR, but it's one that, in parts, I really, really like, and that's Until Dawn: Rush of Blood. Uh, I reviewed it in the upcoming mag and. I really like when you first play Until Dawn Rush of Blood, you are sitting in this weird carnival reimagination of the first game and you're going along a ghost train ride and it it's surprising like how well they building like uh theme park thrills into it. Mm. So what well, by that I mean like you have roller coaster drops and the cart goes faster <laughs> and you kind of uh it kind of intentionally makes you feel a bit queasy.
1: Yeah, when you're on the roller coaster, you does your stomach? Yeah. Like, pop or drop every out? time
0: I played it, my <laughs> stomach dropped. I was like, "Oh my god, that's <laughs> like being on a roller coaster." Um, but it also does, this, and my favorite part of the game, and I think where the game is its strongest, is when it's reimagining the events of the first until dawn in a very surreal, um, very sort of um, carnival-esque way that gives you like a bit more of an understanding of the first game's events without ever really kind of uh, progressing them or changing them in oh, any way. Oh, that's cool. So the first,
1: the first game, uh, we should say, was on PS4, and it was kind of like a, a sort of interactive narrative horror game um, with sort of, like, choices and, like, about um, these sort
0: of, like, teams in a house. It was a, 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 a choose-your-own-teen slasher.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and then this is sort of like a little VR spin-off, isn't it? Yeah. But, but really, it's something in its own right, like...
0: It's, it's odd because, like, I think at its core, it's a score attack game. It's, right. uh, like a time crisis. So you use the two move controllers or DualShock 4 to shoot at targets. Like a light
1: gun shooter. Yeah, like
0: a light gun shooter. But then it's tracking your score. You have a multiplier. So the more enemies you, like, here or the more like objects you shoot in the world that can be shot uh you keep that multiplier going so it is trying to push you to better your score but then the first time you play it it puts you in these like quite scary situations um its biggest problem is that it keep like uh ghost trains last for five to ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> this lasts for two to three hours, and there's only so many tricks you can pull and When it leans on um certain scares and you start noticing that pattern, mm. um I find like the repetition dulls the edge of it a little yeah. bit, and especially as you go through the game and it starts veering away a little from what made until dawn so special, right then you kind of feel like um you start thinking, and oh, this is fine, but it's a little less it's a little less uh, engaging now but especially for that first few hours and there's certain levels in there especially one set in an abattoir yeah which i think i really played that in my demo like i really did not like that uh and that's again that's an experience that is you know it can only happen in vr and is enhanced by it so i think that's why pockets of that game are some of my favorite experiences because i was generally like Little bit of the skin crawling, a yeah. little bit of score attacking. It's just a really nice so, combination so, of stuff.
1: Yeah, like you said, kind of at the beginning is sort of one to maybe like hop in and out of. I suppose. Um, I found that a lot with um a game called Battle Zone. Okay. Um, so it's Battle Zone VR. So it's uh, uh basically the the proper VR version of this very old game that was on Atari called uh, called Battle Zone, which is like a tank warfare game. Um, so you're in sort of this arena. Um, you're like inside a tank in VR um, literally just shooting different types of enemies which sounds like really really simple Um, but it's actually super complex like I really think it's probably one of um, one of if not the most sort of full and complex and sort of strategically rich games you can get on VR it's really really incredible Um, I think it's like slightly pricier than the other ones because of that like it feels like a full game in VR and it really works with VR it's amazing so you're in the cockpit of this tank and my favorite bits of the game are when i'm i'm sort of strafing around these levels like shooting enemies um and they're all procedurally generated it's like a procedurally generated campaign with permadeath so it's also quite difficult um but that's really cool because like i mean you you die and then your campaign map gets wiped and you have to start again it's about sort of like getting uh upgrades and things like that um so you can sort of survive and move on and get to the end at the volcano um but my favorite bit about the game is is just being in the cockpit and being able to see like the hud pop up around you and stuff and like there'll be a screen coming in from the right and it'll show you your objective um and, and just like my favorite bits were um when i was like looking around the cockpit and it all looks incredible it's got these great like tron style like really simple but really stylized graphics um and i'll I'll like hear an enemy up in the air because some of them like fly in the air um and i'll be able to hear that with like the 3d audio and then i just sort of naturally like look up for, like in my <laughs> cockpit and then and so i do that without even thinking about it and then my brain goes oh my goodness, you just did that? Like, that's amazing. I literally just looked up to see where the enemy was and shot it just completely naturally like I was in a real cockpit. Um, so I I kept just sort of, yeah, doing that naturally and then noticing it and being like, oh my God, that's amazing. Um, so I, I was, I've been hugely enjoying that. Again, that's one that I've reviewed in the next issue, um, but I'll probably like play it a lot more. But it's so complicated. There's so many systems at work. Um and I won't go into them because they're incredibly complicated. Do you think it's too complicated? Do you think people Sometimes pick it up? I think for a VR game, um I think every everyone wants a full game and everyone wants to buy a game and have it be like a full replayable experience. Like that's what you want when you're spending money on a game, right? Um but it's definitely like Until Dawn, one that I had to sort of hop in and out of um, just because there's so much at play and things can get so complex. And it's quite challenging as a game as well, what with the sort of roguelike elements um, that it, it was sort of easy to become sort of overwhelmed and frustrated. Um, and I touch on that a little bit in my review and sort of explain myself more and and, and sort of what elements uh, make it slightly too complex at times. But really, like it's one, if you've picked up a VR headset, um, a PSVR headset like you should get this game if you want a game that you're just going to continually play and that feels like a game um that that is big enough to be outside VR but is um is is only augmented by it like it's really cool
0: and it's interesting you talk about how like the complexity of that, like you really kind of um, like it in VR Mm-mm. because one of my, the second game on my list, yeah, um, which is almost like the complete opposite is Headmaster. Okay. And that is, um, you literally head a football and you think it would be properly dull and a, like a one way ticket to the vomitron, <laughs> but um, no, it's, it's surprisingly witty Um And one of the things I really enjoyed is when I started the game, you know, and you were saying this as well. Like the first thing that happens, you realise you're in the football improvement centre, which (laughs) is definitely not a prison. And you've got a like bright light shining in your face, a disembodied like mechanical voice telling you about everything. You're like, what is going on here? I just want to head a football. Um, But that also like surprisingly ramps up really quickly. And as you go on, like it the the only issue i have with it is that it's a again it's a score based game you've got to hit targets when heading the ball but because of the general nature of it like as balls come in you find it difficult to gauge how you're heading a ball you do pick it up as you go along and uh, there are definitely levels where i do it over and over again i learn patterns to get the higher scores okay, cool. um but yeah as you start heading uh, as you start like aiming for high scores and getting further and doing more elaborate ones You start to it starts to become a little too complex for its own good. Right. Okay. But it is generally really, really fun. I didn't feel sick once playing it, and you have like these little witticisms between levels at the start of them that I'm like, yeah, actually, I find that really funny. I want to keep on going. I want to hear more of this. Well that's
1: cool because I think that's the thing that interested me most when I was sort of demoing it um before vr was out um like the there's a there's a mannequin that is sort of like your pal good
0: old robert your
1: pal robert um and it's all sort of like quite creepy uh and i i like that spin on it but it looks really fun like i i hope there's more gimmicks i know in one demo i paid i had to sort of like pop a balloon and there was a disco ball and stuff and that was quite funny i
0: had a brilliant one where a um pinata drops oh, nice. down and you've got to break it <laughs> um yeah it's like it's stuff like that that you get bomb balls um it's definitely got the heart of an arcade game mm-hmm. but it's something that could only work in vr right because of the fact like if you put it on a mobile phone i reckon it would be like because it has a very mobile phone-esque structure you okay. earn three stars a level you have to earn a certain amount of stars to, to get, get to on to so get to the next level um, and you could probably just swipe with your finger but the actual motion of heading a ball like there are times where I was standing up and when it works and it works a lot of the time you know I was flicking my head to the side like you'd sort of see those deft headers Michael Owen used to do
1: oh okay don't flatter yourself
0: <laughs> I mean I'm not firing myself he's a Liverpool striker but you, you you pull off a deft header or like it just graze I should have said Duncan Ferguson I'm going to edit that and say Duncan <laughs> Ferguson um uh, and, like, you notice the way the ball just skims off your head and, yeah. like, trickles into the net, or the way if you put, like, if you manage to catch it at the right time and you send a bullet head into the top corner, that sensation is really spot on. Nice.
1: You know what else is uh spot on? <laughs> Ooh, that that's segue. A, that's a crunchy
0: segue. <laughs> that's
1: a crunchy segue. You can segue. hear the gears just... <laughs> Um, keep talking and nobody explodes. That
0: is a fun is spot
1: on. And Ben can attest to this because we've been playing it in the office. Um, me and the team, we've got Milfin, we've got Mim in. Mim's our new operations editor, we've got Matt in our editor playing the game. We've had a few of the games' radar bots Oh, in. we've had everyone in because this game is brilliant. It is brilliant. It's been out on um sort of PC for a while. Um and uh on other VR headsets, I believe.
0: Um, uh, it might have been on other ones I
1: think ones so. we do
0: not care about ones we do not mention
1: um, but uh it was sort of right before psvr launched uh, announced as a launch game and I was so excited because I have played it before on pc just using screens so it's a bomb defusal simulator uh it's a multiplayer sort of party game and sort of any amount of players can play you've just got one player looking at the bomb uh, which is sort of covered in puzzles puzzle modules um and it's their job to diffuse it and then you've got uh, a load of other players looking at a twenty three page manual, which is incredibly complicated and it's like sort of um full of uh like if that, then this scenario so it's like oh if the wire is red then like cut like push the third button and stuff like that so
0: um one of the and one of the things is just the frantic nature of it when we were playing in the demo room we had four people and we were divvying up sheets and then somebody would go okay i've got a button and you'd hear rustling <laughs> like, <laughs> panicked breathing yeah. it's like oh my god and one of the best ones is the line maze grid so you have two green circles oh, so on a line of six dots by six dots and you have to try and get somebody to work out the way to the end point
1: yeah it's like an invisible maze basically and you have to communicate because really the important part of this game is only one person can see the bomb and only all the other people can see the manual so that's why it works so well in vr because the person in the vr headset can only see the bomb and it's like it's not like on pc where if you wanted to kind of yeah. screen cheat. Yeah. Um, uh, so, like, literally, the only person in the PL- that can see the bomb is the person in the PSVR headset. So you have to just be like, okay, there's a button, and then everyone else outside of virtual reality is like, okay, well, what color is the button? and What can you see? And blah, blah blah blah. I
0: don't think we've had a game that has made us turn into more sweary, sweaty people oh. since and overcooked.
1: That, well that is yeah, that is saying something because we've had overcooked, we've had towerful, um, and things get heated. But um it's it's absolutely incredible. We've been loving it. Um again, something else we've reviewed in the upcoming issue. Um but like definitely have that on your radar. If you're looking for like a multiplayer game grab that one. I think it's like a tenner at the moment especially if you've got PS Plus.
0: And um, if if that's the one you're going to go which is multiplayer and oh. you want a purely single player experience. Oh, it's a
1: segue. Oh,
0: it's Batman! <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about Batman. Uh, so, like, oh, unfortunately Batman. like uh, I didn't get to review it in the next issue I believe it was Louise who played it, but yes, she is I the ultimate it was Louise, Bat yeah. fan
1: yeah she is um so she's allowed we'll allow it
0: (laughs) well then allow i I wanted to read what louise has to say because like she's the authority um but no i love batman and i had a chance to play this at Gamescom, and i cannot wait i've already like made plans for when i get a few hours alone at home so nobody (laughs) can judge me as i stand there and do my best christian bale impression so what
1: do you do in batman
0: so, you look in a mirror and go, That's me, I'm Batman! I'm
1: Batman, that's me! <laughs> no,
0: so you, um, there's there's two moments. There's Be the Batman, which is a very long, extended, um, suiting up sequence. Okay. But it's, I know, you played at E3. I did, yeah. And you get the sense at that moment of it's a. Just the right amount of fan service. It's slow. It's deliberate. You put on the gloves. You pick up a batarang. You chuck the batarang with a move controller. You then slowly get the cowl on. A mirror comes up, and you look at Batman's face. You're like, "That's me." <laughs> that I I'm looking at Batman, but and I like, am the and person. And you can move him,
1: and he just like yeah. will he mus- flex mus- his muscles. muscles. so
0: good. Uh, and then when you go through the bat Cave, if you turn around, you see the giant dinosaur if you oh, look behind amazing, you amazing. um and then like you segue into the world's greatest detective which is a a storyline written by the guys at rocksteady who did the arkham trilogy so there's a, a great pedigree behind it, and the bit I played was kind of like um, the crime scene investigation. You pl- had an Arkham night where you'd rewind, you'd look at silhouettes, and you'd find a way of piecing together evidence from seeing how events would have played out. Uh, and it's it's really clever how they sort of use just little touches like Batman's grapple hook. You pull it out, and you zip up to the nice. um, batwing. Oh, <laughs> um, but also, just the way you're It's getting you back in touch with the more cerebral side of Batman. Okay. And um, it works in VR. You can tell they've actually said, we don't want to make an Arkham game for VR. Uh, We want to make a game that works for VR that is set in the Arkham universe. And it's that focus on what works in VR rather than what works in the typical Arkham games that really made the uh, areas I've played sink. But again, you just want to be Batman. (laughs) You
1: just want to be Batman, You just want to be Batman, It's that simple. But it's pretty cool, because I remember you coming home from Gamescom and really the sort of overriding thing you were saying. You were like, well, you know, it is is different, but you were saying it really feels like an Arkham game, like even though it's definitely got that proper Arkham flavour. Yeah. um, And you're a big fan of those games.
0: I mean, I thought Arkham Knight is, um, you know, one of the most underrated games of last year. I mean, it's this beautiful open world. That really just sort of um, put that trilogy to a close in a very good way. I think
1: they know how to build a world, right? And yeah, the, and, and
0: they've, they've done VR is this such world. a good job with Batman in um, building that world where you you walk into it instantly. It's not oh, this is Batman's world. It's rock Batman's world. Okay, and yeah. that's and that's a big deal because you look at Batman throughout the years. You know, people will look at Frank Miller's work. They'll look at Christopher Nolan or Tim Burton. Uh, throughout the comics, they'll be specific creators like grant morrison and his Mm. um and his work and they'll be able to like pick out uh like that creator's style and i think rock steady stand up there with the best of them with their world it's time for a segue beatles
1: Look, this is supposed to be my segue, my flawless segue. Can you tell that the kind of quality of the segue has declined um, as we go through our list? But I'm saying Beatles because um, my final sort of favourite game on PSVR may be my like sort of ultimate favorite and i know ben and matt are obsessed with it as well matt's just platinumed it um uh, and it's uh it's thumper so it's 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 a a rhythm action game but more specifically a rhythm violence game uh at least the devs call it over at Drawl. um where you control a sort of shiny chrome beetle um and it's sort of speeding down a track um uh through this psychedelic crazy horrible dreamscape hell thing um and you've got to and really it's only sort of the directional inputs on the with the d-pad and the thumb pad and x um and with those you're sort of like hitting uh like dots or holding through uh obstacles or turning into corners and sort like of swinging
0: s- off them smashing through metal studs. yep yeah, yep yeah, yeah exactly um, so
1: so it's it's sort of this really really intense experience on ps4 but then also it's got an option in the menu uh where it's vr mode and it's basically the exact same game but you are uh right next to that beetle in the trench which becomes apparent when you're playing vr it's actually a trench rather than a, a sort of track yeah um and you're behind the beetle um and sort of speeding along behind him uh and i mean it's incredible it's incredible however you play it's incredible it's especially incredible in psvr um just because it's such a an intense sort of visual audio experience uh audio audio visual experience i guess um that it's it somehow becomes clearer in psvr right
0: so i think like one of the big things i found with thumper like when you play it on a screen it's an amazing rhythm action game you're you hit in that zone, you um, it really tests your ability while also being a great kind of a just, like, overwashing experience yeah, 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 as yeah. everything yeah, yeah. floods over you. Yeah, yeah. But in VR, like, that's instant. You go in there and it, because it just, it, all it does is change perspective, but you're surrounded by it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, your brain is just clicking that bit faster.
1: That's why I especially hate um, sort of like losing a life in VR. So your beetle, you kind of like uh, collect little uh, sort of plated armor for it. Um, so you can take two hits instead of one and die. Um but when you die and the beetle sort of explodes, it's so intense in VR to the point where I'm, like, genuinely terrified when I'm about <laughs> to die in VR because it is, like, so, like, uh, so, I don't know, I want to say visceral, even though that's a banned word, but it is visceral. I feel like you, you should use the word visceral when it's, like, appropriate, and it is, it's just, like, sort of... Um, just so intense and almost painful and red and crazy and you even, can't get away from it and like and that's why it's so good in VR Even
0: little things like every time you take a turn you'll just see scraps of flakes yeah, of metal that. fling back oh, it's beautiful. and it, it's there in like the ordinary version yeah, but yeah. VR, I think it's the best example so far of a game being enhanced and, by the yeah. headset.
1: And it's a it's a really tough game, right? Um so like we've all been playing it. I love Twitch gaming. Like Matt's a big fan as well. Um so we've all been chasing each other's high scores, basically. <laughs> um but uh it's it's actually easier in VR just because Uh, You you feel like you can sort of judge the distance of the things you're supposed to hit correctly um, just because you're in there, um, which is sort of amazing, really. And I wasn't expecting it to be that way.
0: I wonder as well if just because of the the way the PSVR screen works compared to a TV screen, Mm. there might be a little less lag as well. Maybe For some outputs, that can happen with rhythm. Rhythm action games when you have like a few milliseconds of lag, which is eliminated by the fact it's Mm. streaming to a much yeah a process no latency round really. your yeah. round your eye sockets
1: yeah anyway that is amazing I' so have loving that
0: those are our favourite yeah. PSVR games and you'll be able to read so much more about them in the next issue Jen when's it out
1: uh, that's out the 25th of October then you can uh, run
0: down to shops now yeah and just sit there and wait or even better <laughs> if you're going to sit there and wait buy the current issue <laughs> which has a reminder of oh, when the yeah. new issue is out and then
1: you won't forget
0: and then put like obviously stay there read it Buy another copy. Give it to a friend.
1: Have we plugged the mag enough? Have we plugged I this think, stuff? I think we
0: plugged it. Anyway, up.
1: go go buy the mag. It's great, but especially look forward to the 25th of October when we got more on all these games. Um, and we've also got in sort of every one of our reviews, we have endeavoured to tell you if um that particular game makes us feel a little bit
0: sicky in There's the tummy. One or two instances. Mm-hmm. Drive Club VR, which I reviewed, was probably the worst i had of it um it's it's the one game where a lot of people i know our uh, friends and games radar yeah did a video recently about it but i i certainly felt like after five or six races i'd want to come out yeah take a breather you have to and i think it's fair to say you have to be careful which games do make you feel like that and which ones
1: don't? It's a difficult one and and Matt sort of touched on it in the issue that's out now. It's his opinion piece on sort of uh, vomit. (laughs) The the vomometer that we should install basically in the mag for for how sick it makes you feel. But everyone's different and everyone really does react differently. Um, So for instance, like Riggs makes... Make makes Matt just want to puke, <gasps> um, and I know it made you feel a bit sick when you tried it. Yeah,
0: at Gamescom, uh, but that uh, might have just been like, yeah. The and I, I've I've
1: tried it now. I've got my own headset, and it j- just doesn't affect me at all doesn't yeah, affect me at all. Fair so it's 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 completely different for everybody. Um Ben managed to um review like plenty of our Drive Club VR review. I think you were the only one on the floor who managed to get on with it. Like made you feel a bit ill, but you managed to do it. Professional it's, mate. Exactly. It was the same with me with I reviewed VR Worlds in the upcoming mag. Um and I played uh, a game in that one of the five games called Scavenger's Odyssey. Um and just because of the fully 3D movement made me want to hurl it's, <laughs> it's it's really the vr game that's made me feel the most sick and i mentioned that in the review um but of course everyone's different some people's tolerances are higher than others um but yeah it's a real difficult one i managed to finish it but i had to keep taking the headset off for like breathers <laughs> i was like oh it's awful and then there's this bo- this boss fight as well that i was just like oh my gosh i feel so sick but i managed to do it um and we will always uh basically on the mag we're always going to try and get people and we're all um Just trying to work it out now, really, and who's got like tolerance for certain kinds of kinds of games um and we're kind of trying to work out like i guess everyone's trying to work out like i wonder what it is that sort of makes people feel feel queasy about different kinds of games because like no one really knows yet but that's it's, it's exciting because we're still figuring out the tech but um yeah we're we're really going to try um to make sure that we get someone who physically can review huh. some of these games um but it's been really largely in the minority for me i, th- I think i've had scavengers odyssey that's made me feel sick the um mean. that's about it really
0: for me it's drive club vr and i feel queasy when i play the witness
1: yeah uh, well uh, <laughs> don't we all uh, hey you joke but the witness the frame it must be the frame rate or uh, like oh yeah it's I remember so the smooth <laughs> it's so smooth that i get motion sickness playing the witness i know matt doesn't um but i
0: i i, I didn't have it when i played it i just <laughs> thought i'd make a joke while Matt's. why are here? we talking
1: about the witness again Matt's i don't know <laughs> syndrome. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so so yeah, we just kind of wanted to to say that to you guys. Really, um, I don't know. Tell us, tell us what games you're loving. Tell us your three favourites. Like you can tweet at us at OPM underscore UK. Tell us which ones are making you sick. <laughs> we will we'll commiserate. Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> send in like honestly uh, podcast questions. Um, send them into to uh, opm at futurenet.com mm-hmm. um, f- follow us on Facebook
1: follow us on Facebook which is official PlayStation Magazine UK again tweet at us um, I'm at it's GenSim sim on Twitter
0: and I'm at it's your boy Ben Tyra no I'm not I'm at Ben Tyra <laughs>
1: um and um yeah i mean send in your questions because we will be doing a proper big bumper one for when the mag releases that's 25th yep. of october in case i haven't told you three times already <laughs> um but we will be doing a massive one as we always do kind of going through exactly what's in the mag um what you can expect from it um and yeah just sort of take That'll me through out
0: our thoughts a fortnight today
1: a fortnight today is it that soon
0: yes because today is Friday
1: thank you so much
0: yeah thank you for listening and uh, you'll hear from us again soon sorry cheers guys
1: (laughs) thank you Bye. bye bye